Domino Study Series. I'll finish it next week and run out of town. No, kidding. <laughs> but I want to I want to start a series that has to do with the relationship of the heart and the mouth. The relationship of the heart and the mouth. The mouth with regards to God and faith. So very important. I pray that God will give you understanding. Because I believe that if you understand this message, you can start today. And things will begin to change. If there is a God, and I know there is a God, things will begin to change. You can truly become a lover of God. If your heart is cold towards Him now, the scriptures will share with you. Amen? The relationship between the heart, the relationship of the heart and the mouth, believing and speaking, believing and speaking. And I'm going to disabuse your mind of some of the things that we have been taught in Christianity that are hindering us. Amen? From receiving from God. And you will agree with me, He hinders us. But you can have whatever you need or want from God. According to His Word. You can have it. You can have whatever you need. From God. Let me share this scripture with you in John first John chapter five, verse fourteen and fifteen. Lord give your people, give your people, I included, here's to hear to understand what you've given to us in Jesus' name. Now this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have, re- we have the petitions that we have asked of him. The way we read that scripture, and I'm going to change it differently. Now you got to understand, when the scriptures were written... They were just written, and people try to put the commas and, and the period where they believe they should go, so he makes sense to us. Okay? But listen to what he says. Let me read it this way. Now this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything, so the focus is anything, according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Now, the key point there is anything. Ask anything. But the way we see it, if we ask anything, God doesn't answer unless it's his will. Right? So, even though you know you need something and it will better your life, maybe it's just a car. A better car that will not break down when you're going to work. And you find this one that you, you've been told is a good car. And say so you start praying, but somewhere in your heart you say, Is that according to God's will? 
You can't really release your faith because you want to know what I really God's will is God's will for you to have that car, right? But then you open your Bible, you don't find Chevrolet in this Bible. So how are you going to tell if God wants it for you? Now I want to submit to you that the Bible is saying whatever because scripture has to line up with other scriptures right you just don't pick one scripture and go with it and run with it scripture has to line up with scripture you ask him from god according to his will is god's will for you to have right god has already spoken in his word so we have this confidence that it is his will that if you ask anything you receive it that's god's will the Bible tells us in, in Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, Ask, and it shall be given to you. Did he say ask, and if it's God's will, it shall be given to you? Is that what it says? No. Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door will be opened unto you. For everyone who asks, if it's the will of God, right? Is that what it says? No. For everyone who asks, receives. And if you seek, you'll find. That's God's will. If you ask, you will receive. Jesus said in John, he said, up till now, you have asked nothing from me in my name. Now I'm encouraging you, you please ask. Ask so that you can receive so that your joy might be full. Because if you don't ask, you won't receive and your joy will not be full. If it's a car that you need and you are not able to ask, you won't receive the car. And you walk to your place of work and your joy is not full, right? So ask so that you receive. God wants to give us the desires of our heart. The lie of religion is we will desire something that God doesn't want for us. Well, unless you got no brains, would you desire to receive a, a Senec to drink? You won't desire anything that's going to hurt you. You only ask for things that will benefit your life. The Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 10, verse 24, the fears of a wicked man will come upon him. But the desires of the righteous shall be granted. So God is, look, once you are in right standing with God, the wicked has desires. They and have fears. Maybe the fear of not being caught, right? God says the fears of the wicked shall come upon them. But if you have good standing with God, your desires will be granted. Not God's desires. Is that what the scripture says? Your desire. Don't get too religious on God. It's your desire. Jesus is very clear. Don't deceive yourselves. By saying, oh, I'm a Christian, I really don't need that kind of stuff. I'm okay with this little house. Liar, if they give you a new big house, you take it. And be bragging and saying, God bless me. 
you know you want a good house. But God said, I know you need these things, okay? The Gentiles, they fight and they kill. They do all of these things just to get them. But God said, don't worry about them. Seek you first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things that these Gentiles are killing for. Just ask for them and I'll give them to you. Amen? So that your joy might be full. That's what the Bible says. So he tells us, delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of God's heart. Is that what he says? He will give you the desires of your heart. Don't deceive yourself. God knows you have those desires. If you are denying what's in your heart and your heart and, in your, and your mouth are not in harmony, God says he's confused about what's going on in your life. He's got nothing for you. Be real. Amen? Be real. But let me ask you this. The Bible says, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a matter be established. Will God give somebody a thing that is not his will? I know your answer will say, your answer will tell me, well, no. God will not do it. But my answer to you, yeah, he will. Based on scriptures. He will give you something that is not his will for you to have. If you insist on having it, he'll give it to you. Remember the children of Israel? In Samuel, I believe Samuel chapter 8, they told Samuel, we want a king. Remember? And it wasn't God's will for them to have a king. God was sad about it. He said, well, they have rejected me. They don't want me to rule over them. He says, Samuel, I know you're hurt, but it's not you they're after, it's after me. They want, they have rejected me as king over them. But he says, give them what they want. Did he do that? Was it his will? It wasn't God's will, and God allowed it, and gave them a king against his will. Oh yes, God will give you what you desire, if you insist. But if you ask him not to kill, just something to better your life. Why won't God give that to you? Think about it. That's the lie of the devil so that you don't get where God wants you to go. He wants to confuse your mind. So you don't ask God in faith. It's very important. And let me ask another, give you another scripture. Because the Bible says, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a matter be established, right? And you guys are really smart. And can really follow through. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'm teasing. But you remember Balaam? How many of you remember Balaam? The guy, the prophet that was making conversation with the donkey. Remember him? First he asked God, Balak said, I want you to come and curse these Israelites for me. And I'm going to pay you real good. I think he heard the word pay more than the curse. He wanted the pay. But as a prophet of God, he, need, he needed permission from God. So he said, you stay around and I'm going to talk to God. And God said, don't you go. I don't want you to go. Those people you want to curse, they are already blessed. You can't curse something that God is already blessed. Don't go. 
but he needed the money. At first, he told them, yeah, God says I shouldn't go with you. So they went back to Balak, and Balak multiplied the reward. And that got his attention. You see, God says, I am the Lord. I change not. And I believe that Balak knew this. He went back again to God and said, God, shall I go with the people? God knew his heart was there. He wanted to go. God didn't want him to go, but he wanted to go. So he didn't even answer him on that. He said, yeah, go ahead. Just go. Go. Be with them. But he was in this wheel. And God told him only on this one condition. So God has changed his mind. Oh, you speak only what I tell you to say. Did you know that these great words from Numbers chapter 23 verse 19. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. If he has spoken, he will make it good. If he has said, he'll do it. Did you know the man was going against God's will when God used him to say those words that we still quote today? Can you believe that? He was out against God's will and God used him to speak these great words and gave us this great revelation about God that when God says something, he'll do it. Yet the fellow was going out there against God's will, but God allowed him. What you want, God will let you have. But thank God with Jesus Christ, we don't have to go the negative way. Amen? There are a lot of good things that we can ask. My wife talked about, you want to draw closer to God this year? Ask him. Whatever you ask, he'll give to you. You need some finances. You need a job. Whatever it is, ask him. He'll give to you. Prayer is not for things that are possible. Okay? Prayer is reserved for impossible things. If you're going to pray to God for something, God, please uh, help me to walk from here uh, to the door. And there's nothing wrong with your feet. And I hear you saying that prayer. My next question is, are you okay, brother? Why are you asking God to help you walk from here to the door? I'm, I'm just asking the Lord. There's oh, no need. He, he, he gave you your feet. You can walk. If you think there's going to be danger, then you can talk to him about that. I'll ask him about going somewhere, but don't ask him, please help me to get to my car. You ask God for things that you cannot do for yourself. And when you are going to be asking the Lord for something, ask for something that's bigger than yourself. Ask for something that when it's accomplished, everyone who hears it knows without a doubt, that's God. That's God that's done this. 
He's a miracle. You can ask God. Many of us will believe that we are so far gone, things cannot change in our lives. God can help you transform your life if you don't lose hope. Because prayer will do that. God will help you. Some of us can change a career right now. God, see, you think, well, this is impossible. It's too late. I can't make it. With God, you can make it. God tells us in his word, God who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all, you can ask or imagine. Oh, well, that's when God imagines it for me, right? Is that what the scripture says? God is telling you, you got a clean paper, clean sheet. Write whatever you want and I'll beat it. Amen? Put whatever good things you, your mind can conjure, your mind can think. Put whatever good things you want for your life. Put it in there. Put the impossible things. Put things that people will laugh at you for because when they read it, say, you think that's going to happen to you? You? Put them there. And God says, I'll be that. God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or imagine. Or imagine. Do we really believe this God or are we just playing religious games? The scripture means something to you. If scripture means something to you, then begin to dream. Let your dream be bigger than life. Amen? That's your own life. Dream. Dream to come out because of what the word of God has told us. To pray and believe. Young people, dream in your sleep. Or before you go to sleep, let your dreams keep you awake at night. See yourself as the president of the United States. Everybody's listening to you. Amen. Well, that's pride. But you don't have understanding. God gave Joseph a dream, right? And Joseph even said, the sun and the moon, they bow down before me. You think Joseph didn't know the meaning of those dreams? <laughs> You're kidding yourself. He interpreted dreams, bigger ones later. He knew what they meant. Daddy, mommy, you're going to be bowing down to me. And notice, he was excited about it, right? He didn't keep it to himself. He called his brothers. Even though he knew they were mad at him, he still told them. He couldn't keep it. He's going to come to pass, brothers. I'm telling you, you guys are going to bow to me. And they said, you're going to die, brother. You're going to die. <laughs> but you can never beat a dream that God is in. You can't kill a dream that God started. But sometimes you think you are doing it on your own. But I encourage you, young people, dream. You say, well, I'm not that smart. God doesn't need you that smart. <laughs> he doesn't need that your little brain to do it for him. Amen. He is able to do the impossible. And we can believe God for the impossible.
He'll line everything up for you. Parents, please believe God for your children. Amen? Now, that is wayward. That's because you don't have understanding. Amen? God will transform that wayward one and make him a testimony to the world. When they hear it, they say, yeah. We didn't know you were like that. Dumb. How come you got all of this? He says, it's the Lord. They say, we know it's the Lord, but how did he do it? That's all we want to know. Amen? God is able to do that for us. So pray for the impossible. Amen? In this new year, go down in your home, write down impossible things that you're saying to God, God, I know you're bigger than the things I'm writing, and you're going to do this for me because I'm your loved child. You even gave your blood so I can live. I belong to you, and I'm loved. You love me. I can't be put down. I'm going to make it. I'm not going to be an ordinary person out there, just a Joe out there. I'm going to be somebody for my God. Amen? Let that rise in your heart in faith. Amen? Let that rise. Don't be hopeless. If you have God in your life, you cannot be hopeless. No matter what's going on in your life, no matter how bad it's been, no matter how long it's been, if there is a Jesus in that situation, he'll turn the water into wine for your life. God's going to change everything. We've got to believe God for this new year. I, I'm, I'm, sometimes I'm amazed at what God would do. In the Old Testament, before they built, you say, I have no talent. You know that before they built the tabernacle, those individuals didn't have any talent to build things with gold and gold-plated stuff, gold-plated cups. God said to Moses, I will put the talent in them. These were grown men. Grown men didn't know what to do. God said, I will show them and I will put that talent in them. Why should you refuse to dream? Against impossible things. Yes. Do you have a terrible situation in your life today? That it seems impossible? And if you say, well, that's gone. It's not right. You, you, nothing's going to change that. Well, that's something to pray about. Amen? That's something to pray about. Because God's going to change it. And I'm going to read the scripture and I'm going to quit. Because next week... What I want to do by the grace of God, and I know that this work is, is very important. And it's something in my life that I'm practicing as well. But I know it's the truth. It doesn't matter how I feel. The word of God will change everything. I'm going to stand with the word of God regardless of what the symptoms I'm feeling. I will stay on God's word. I will stand until I get my deliverance. I'm not going to quit. That's what I want for you. Amen? There is a principle of prayer. And in that principle of prayer, there is another law that we need to understand. And if you get this law, and you begin to practice this law, I believe things are beginning to change. I'd like to do an experiment. I came in from the scientific community. I, I, like, I get a thing, and I, I experiment on it and see if it works. And if it works, I get excited. Amen. And I go do more of it. It's always been like that for me. With same thing, healing, 
baptism in the, I tried once I know God has shown me let me try it if it's gonna work this will work I'm telling I guarantee you because it's not coming from me it's coming from the word there is a principle of prayer first there must be a desire you have to have a desire no desire means you have settled for the condition that you are in you don't want to improve nothing there's got to be a desire that's why the bible says the desires of a righteous man shall be what that's a key principle you have to have desire that this thing is going to happen he's got to change you have to have desire second thing is don't just stop with desire pray let god in into your desire amen let him become a part of that thing that you are desiring from that point your desire is no longer natural it becomes a supernatural desire amen so first make sure you have a desire i'm not going to stay this way things have got to change for the better and if it kills me i'll stay with it until it changes and then let god in that's why we need to pray let him in let his spirit breathe on it take it into his presence that's why it says let your words be few right in ecclesiastes let your words be few so let him in what you really need from him come in god this is what i need you to be because if you talk too much in his presence you might tell him things that he really doesn't want to give to you but you insist and you'll be like Balaam. so you let him in god this is important to me i want you into this you got to do this for me and then the, th- the third principle is believe believe that he heard you amen believe that we well, because you let him in just like you let him into your life you have let him in into this situation and he's with pleasure because you are his child he's taking you and your desire to himself and he says son daughter don't mind it we're gonna get this done amen believe it believe it and then the fourth thing begin to look for it in the natural world amen begin to look for it in the natural world and i read this scripture uh to conclude with that in mark 11 verse 24 it says therefore i say to you whatever things whatever things it doesn't matter what it is not whether god desires it whatever things you desire whatever things you ask when you pray not if you pray when you pray you got desire you're asking that's your desire when you pray believe that you receive them and you shall have them there is a key law there in the belief believe that word is loaded within that word belief is a spiritual law the bible tells us in romans chapter 3 verse 27 there is the law of faith the law of faith that's included in the believing and the last scripture uh, give me room yeah give me room because pastor says finally and then they come back with another finally 
please talk to your pastors not to keep coming back with the finally and finally. No, but this is finally. This is the final one, okay? Because I'm going to be going on this this next week, amen? I mean, you really want God to do a thing in your life this year. God's going to do that. I really believe God. A great year for us, every one of us. Let's stay in his presence. And God will do a great work. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. This is the principle of the law of faith. The principle of the law of faith. When Jesus said, you ask and you believe. This is the principle of that law. There is a law there in that word, believe. He says, and since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believe and therefore speak. We also believe and therefore speak. There is a relationship between believing and speaking. If you believe, you must speak. If you don't believe, you won't be speaking. If you are speaking and you don't believe, you will not receive from God. Those two things are very important. They go together. It's a law of faith. It's been written in God's law. You believe, you must speak. If you, don't, if you believe alone and you don't speak, you won't get the product. If you believe or if you speak and you don't believe, you're deceiving yourself, you still won't get the product. They go together. Next week, I want to expand on this so that we can understand these principles and use them for this coming year to create things with our God in our lives to make life better for us. Jesus said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will what? Give. We need to enter into his Sabbath rest. My people perish for lack of knowledge. Bow your heads with me this morning. This is not a religious thing. This is the truth. You know the truth, and the truth makes you free. Many of us need a relationship with Jesus. I mean, I'm not talking about this relationship that is so distant and he's not influencing. He has no room in your life. You want to have, if you're expecting God to do a great thing in your life, you must be sincere with yourself first and with God and let him know, God, I desire, that's the word we've talked about, I desire a relationship with you or I desire a closer relationship with you that will affect my life. If you're here this morning, I'm going to give you this opportunity with God standing with me this morning. If you desire a relationship with Jesus and you want him to walk in your life, put your hand up quickly and put it down quickly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Those that put your hands up, I believe you're sincere with God. And this, we're dealing with God. Would you stand up to your feet quickly? Stand up to your feet quickly. 
Stand up to your feet. You put your hand up. Don't be ashamed before men. That's very wrong before God. Mean what you're doing and be serious with God so he can work in your life. Don't deceive your own heart. If you're here this morning and you're saying, God, I want a closer walk with you. I'm tired of just guessing. I want to know that God is in my life in a big way and I can trust him. If that's you this morning, please don't look to men. We're standing before God. Raise your hand up quickly. Put it down. Thank you. I need you to stand up to your feet right now. If you mean business, stand up to your feet. Stand up to your feet. Yes, you need a relationship with God. We all do. But you mean business, you want to have a better one. And I need you, please, come up here and stand with me before God. You see, I'm not too proud to let God know, God, I need you. Sometimes people are too proud for their own good. When you are proud against God, that's destroying your own life. But when you need God in your life, then you honor him by listening to him. So he can minister to your life. Amen. God is. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. When you seek God with all of your heart, you'll find him. But if you play games with him, you'll never feel his presence on the earth. And that's a miserable way of living. I want to be sincere with God. I'd like to move away from everyone that I perceive is just a game for them. I don't want to be near you. I like to be sincere with God. Yes, I got troubles, yes, but I want to know him. That's so important to me. I want to know him. I want to make it to heaven. But I want to make it big here first. Amen? So that his name is glorified in my life. Let people share of my name and they say, yes, he, yeah, he, he was a man of Jesus. Just like they took note of the disciples. They had been with Jesus. Amen? I need our prayer partners to please come up and help me with praying for these individuals. And then please, when you come up, believe God. That's what it is. It's a a principle, a law of faith. Believe that right now, things will be transformed in your life. That's what this is all about. I couldn't be saying what I'm saying if I don't believe that there is a God that can change your situation. So I need you to come in agreement with me and God will change it for the better. So next year when we come back to the house of God, we come knowing, yes, God has worked in my life. And we have a word of thanks, a word of adoration. I need our prayer partners, please come and help me and pray for these people. Angela, I need you. Thank you, Jesus. Get some oil, anoint them, and speak the word of God over their lives. Letting them know that God is here. Ennis, I need you back here. Please come and pray. We, need, we have people here.